Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Mipsa. Spell M I double F S. And not M Y T H S. That's for losers. Losers. And academics. Yeah. So. <laughs> not mutually stupid. exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> loser academics. Oh, uh, I am. Um, I've been uh, gigging. Uh, uh, hello, by the way. I'm Matt Hoss. That's Dan Rhodes. We're your hosts. We'll talk to you about Miss in a bit. Uh, <laughs> I've been gigging a lot at the moment. And, Straight uh, in. No, but like uh, I, uh, I straight in with the brain. I I was about to. Oh, sorry, I'm doing something with my life, Dan. Uh, oh, look at me. Oh, I'm handsome. That's all you have, Dan. I'm. I, I may not be handsome, but I gig a lot. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've been gigging a lot. Uh, well, no, but like I I, I have a bit uh, where I mention the podcast uh, and I ask people to uh, follow me uh, and uh, follow the podcast as well. Thank you if you have done that. If you haven't, well, you wouldn't really hear this, would you? <laughs> I, I I find it difficult because oh yeah, follow follow Miss on uh, on iTunes and I'm, I have to spell it out and every time I spell it out, it's like they think I don't know how to spell Miss. <laughs> M I F F S. But yeah, had a couple of busy weeks then, haven't we? Have. What have you been up to, man? What have I been up to? Um, I went to. Oh, I can talk about the wedding I went to. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, actually, that's good. I went to my second ever wedding. Okay, what was your first wedding? My first wedding was my. <laughs> good... Was my wedding? Yeah, that was my good friend Ellie. She got married. Oh, Which is why I was at her wedding, I guess, is how that <laughs> yeah, works. Yeah, if it wasn't, if she didn't get married, yeah, that'd be crazy. No, this was uh, my uh, flatmate Liam. He is, uh, he had a friend whose wedding it was. Um, basically, it was with, around the snow time, so there was a lot of people that couldn't get down from Manchester. This was ages ago when it was yeah. snow. Okay, yeah. People yeah. listening, remember we had the, yeah. the beast, beast from the east? Yes. Did that, like, that affected you up north, right? Yeah, oh, I am. Um, I, I had to stay in a caravan for... Well, I, I live in a caravan, but I uh, I was trapped and frozen in a caravan. Like a little... Uh, you know, like Superman, he's kind of trapped into the, the for- a fortress of solitude. That was like me, but my, like, my caravan was my fortress. Yeah. And my solitude was my life. Yeah. <laughs> such, a, such a great existence. <laughs> I am... Um... Uh, yeah, this happened ages ago, but the only reason I think about it is because we just... I completely forgot about it when we were recording the last few episodes, and you... I was talking to you about the candles yes, in my flat, and yes. I said, "Oh, that's from the wedding that I told Matt about ages ago." And I haven't mentioned it. So, you listeners, this is what happened. I, he, I went to a wedding. Liam, um, my flatmate, got invited to uh, one of his friend's weddings. She uh, basically said to him, "There's a few people coming from up north because it's cold and snowy because the beast from the east, and they can't get there." So, there's a lot of people that have paid. You know, we've paid for the meal. Yeah, it's a lot of money, isn't it, to have like a seat at a wedding? Yeah. Um, so can you, you know, if you want to bring someone, by all means, because you won't know that many people there. And this was quite a few days, like, there wasn't much notice, yeah. so he asked if I wanted to come. Never turned down a free wedding. <laughs> or a free meal. <laughs> yeah, f- food and drink, very nice, have a little dance. And um, guess, well, you already know this. Yeah, I'll, I'll pretend to pretend not know. Pretend to not know this. Who was at the party, Matt? 
Was it X? Was it at the party? He was at the wedding. He was a guest. It, so it's a he. It's I, a know, he. I know that much. Uh, but I, I know the answer. But it's I, a he. And probably, maybe, maybe the greatest musician to come out of Britain? That is, well, and, and I'm pretty sure it's not Britain, right? Is it? He's from Britain. Oh, okay. He's British, yeah. Well, uh, put us out of this dreadful suspense. <laughs> well, we can fill it up. <laughs> it's better to write from the off because you already know the answer. Which yeah, is it's kind of that. weird. But like... no, he's from Britain. That's why I was surprised that you didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know. Well, it was Rick Astley. I sat at the same table as Rick Astley. The funny thing is that he was only invited a couple of days beforehand anyway because of the beast from the evening. Yeah. <laughs> Even he was a consolation guest. Yeah. So how was that? Very good. He did some singing. Did he actually sing? Was he meant he did to be sing. singing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did sing. Was he like, we're no strangers to love. <laughs> you know the rules. And, and so, so do I. I. Yeah. Are we going to start that? Yeah, yeah. Um, did everyone keep him going up to him? Like, like, uh, well, actually, it seemed like a lot of people there knew him. He was obviously he's very good friends with the bride's family, so a lot of people just knew him. I think. Um, like, but oh, yeah, what an experience, Rick, are, huh? Are, are you being upset? It's like Rick, why don't, you, why don't you just tell me how I'm feeling? Yeah. I'm gonna do it, drop that in for the rest of the podcast. Because, yeah, well, Rick, Rick rolled the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, that's fascinating because obviously he's he was like kind of like, he's one, a person too. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> The fact that he used to be like the figure of the Rickroll as well, obviously, but like, uh, so did uh, you know? Uh, was he? Um, he surely must have got quite rich off that because uh, from the YouTube videos, right? Well, I think he's quite well because he was a big deal back in the eighties. Yeah. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Is that oh. the Minotaur singing it's again? The Minotaur <laughs> singing, yeah. Seriously, what an experience! Oh, well, I have to admit, this is all in hindsight because before I went to the wedding, I could not have told you what Rick Astley looked like. Really. Do you, so, would you know what Rick Astley looked like? I'll get you in a bit. Well, this one time, um, a couple of years, well, about a year and a bit ago, I used to work in um, Marks and Spencers, and to cut a long story short, um, there was a really lovely person who worked there called Nadine. Um, N- Nadine, uh, right, she had a lot of uh, like mental issues and uh, special needs. Uh, okay, special and, needs. And the thing is, she used to be really quiet and she would come in most days and not speak to anyone. However, the team of Mark Spencers and I were really kind. We kind of got involved uh, and she came every day and she became like part of the family and uh, I'll come back to the yeah. reason why. But it got to the point where she... She's uh, now Dua Lipa, the singer. <laughs> is that where we're going? Yeah! <laughs> and she sat at my table yeah. for my wedding! <laughs> Carol, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't say, yeah, what? Um, I thought that was going to be the twist, that so, she's now... <laughs> so around... Because I'm quite a nice and very bubbly guy, and I don't like to work, so what I... Uh, Mark Spencer used to really uh, uh, like it if you were nice to people and chatted to people. Like, you can't like you wait for people. Yeah. And I, I just used to chat to Nadine quite a lot. However, uh, she must have construed uh, me being friendly as an employee as, like romance okay uh, so she started giving me coming to work and giving me gifts and stuff like that which uh, is very lovely that was very nice it was a bit tatty but uh, it could have like got me like champagne or something uh, uh, no but it was really sweet but I was kind of like I had to um, had to be a bit it's uncomfortable uh, because you understand yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, it was I had to like kind of let her down very gently if you know what I mean and then uh, uh, she um, 
because I, I was only working there. But the thing is that she then started getting a boyfriend who was like... Remember he said, I was only working there, like everyone else in Marks and Spencer's was there for some <laughs> I mean, obviously I was only working there. Yes, Matt, obviously. No. <laughs> no, but like some people... Do you work it because you want to get money or do you work it because you the... The poon, the marks of sp- the MS poontang. Mmm, menopause. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so she gave you gifts. Yeah, and then she got a boyfriend who she tried to show off on me, but he was like 50 and bald. Uh, so Ooh, that's uncomfortable. How old was she, but. I wouldn't like to guess. Uh, and not, 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 not in a horrible way, but I like. Uh, I think I've already been quite rude about her anyway, yeah. Uh, this de- can this go out? I'm not sure. Uh, ah, fuck it. I just want to know what this has got to do with Rick Astley. Oh, yeah. The point <laughs> was, the reason why I know what Rick Astley looks like is because she was a massive fan. Right, there we uh, go. Yeah, okay, and she used yeah. to show me messages uh, she would send to the Rick Astley fan club as well. And, uh, uh, okay, and so see. I know quite a lot what he looks like. Uh, and I had to feign interest just because my job depends on it. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't that- you're going to avoid yourself a lot of problems by just going in with that. A girl that you... <laughs> No, but it's very no. She might, you know, it's okay to say. You know, she had you know learning difficulties. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, that's okay yeah. to say. You're not... yeah. No, of course. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, off camera. You, I mean, off camera. Uh, oh my <laughs> god! How did you not know this medium by now? I was gonna say off off of this, you can say horrible things about her. Oh, I I already have. Like yeah. uh, she, no, she she was really nice. She was actually the thing that uh, made that job a little bit bearable because she yeah. was very nice. Yeah, get married to her very soon. So. Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> well, thank you for that story, Matt. Um, well, I'm like, glad you remember that it. <laughs> he started that story, and I was like, has he completely forgotten that we were talking about Rick Astley? And now he just wants to tell me about a girl that he was dating. I've long story. Long, yeah, long story. I mean, also, I might have to mention I wasn't. Full disclosure, the table was like several really long tables. Oh, Daniel! So Daniel, I did technically sit Daniel, at his deceiver. table, but still, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I think, well, define pretty cool. <laughs> I'd say this is exactly what it is. Uh, we have a lot of people emailing in saying that's amazing. If you think that is amazing, um, do email us at Miss Podcast to tell us whether you do think it is amazing, because mm. I don't. Um, and if you don't think people do actually email us, you're wrong, because <laughs> we're about to read some out. We have hard cold evidence uh, by cold I mean it, we've left it for a couple of weeks yeah <laughs> we've realised that we should have mentioned this um, we're gonna, we, um, we have got uh, quite a bit of correspondence uh, not like unmanageable loads but like uh, uh, some bits we, we like to uh, we, we think it's probably best not to read it out on the podcast oh um, some is just obscene like thank you for the dick pics but yeah. uh, I did say some do not just, send them yeah some of it is just the worst uh, but um we uh, have got some uh, bits and pieces we first we want to chat about, uh, and also uh, some bits and pieces um, we meant to say quite a while ago. And the first email of two um, today, uh, we're going to read out uh, Pip Mason's uh, uh, email. He starts off the subject quite strong, dare I say, with great mythology podcast. <laughs> Thank you. He spelt mythology the correct way. The way Myth- mythology, I see what he did there. As, as in the way that I, uh, I suggested to the fans of this podcast uh, <laughs> and he said oh he's from Sheffield so uh, would you like to read it out Dan yeah uh, what do people from Sheffield sound like oh, uh, like that oh, a lot is that I'm from Sheffield s- uh, s- South Yorkshire like yeah. Yorkshire so proper Yorkshire that's like uh, it's like Alex from what's his from the Arctic Monkeys he's Sheffield isn't he absolutely yeah. that's it hello Myth Boys hope you're well really enjoying the podcast it's very funny 
and I'm not sure how it would be possible, but I really like King Aegeus becomes a reincur I really like if King Aegeus becomes a reoccurring character, if only for his voice alone. <laughs> well, um, Pip, thank you for the uh, email so far. However, you mean King Minus, don't you, Pip? King Minus, Dan. Hit with King Minus is the one that sounds like this. King Minus, tell Pip off. Pip, I can't believe that for someone that clearly enjoys my voice, <laughs> you could not remember which character I was portraying with such a voice. Unless he didn't mean King of Jesus. Unless he actually did. Did I ever do a voice of King of Jesus? It was very whispery. Oh, did I? I oh, in which case, I don't even remember my own voices anymore. Well, it's, it's I not, feel like I do a lot of them for the same. <laughs> <laughs> that King Minus has been definitely been recycled. Uh, uh, but he goes on to say, I've always been fond of ancient Greek and Roman mythology. My dad studied his little subject at school, so a lot of them became my bedtime stories growing up. Which I'm not sure is a good thing in hindsight. And listening to this podcast, a lot of Greek myth is quite messed up. Oh, Maybe yeah. it censored a lot for me, but it's good to hear stories I knew retold in such a fun way. Thank you, that's very kind. For future episode suggestions, you seem to have a lot of classics covered already, so I won't suggest many of them. However, the Trials of Hercules could be a laugh. Right, so this is our apology. Um, we Because have... we already did it. Yeah, but we did receive this email beforehand. We and did. And we did decide to do Hercules afterwards. So, in retrospect, and in hindsight, Pip, you get... So you, mate. ...a full credit for two of those podcasts. Give him a round of applause, Dan. Well done, Pip. Uh, the rest of, you, rest of you, step up your game. So, um, he also says a little bit more. Also, another myth ripe for treatment, such as King Arthur. A lot of messed up stoppers happens in various versions of that. Uh, he also says, looking forward to hearing more. Keep up the mythic work. Oh, uh, does he? However, um, just to kind of... Pip mentions King Arthur, and uh, he's also mentioned to me uh, um, a couple of times about if we're going to be doing any of the kind of formats of uh, myths, as in, like, uh, uh, Norse mythology, Egyptian, and that, that kind of different stuff. And uh, me and Dan have discussed it, and uh, for the time being, we're going to stick to Greco-Roman stuff, so uh, ancient Greek uh, myths for the time being. When we feel it's right, we'll probably move on to Norse and Egyptian. Because there are some really good myths in the, those civilizations, of course. Yes, and we would love to get around to them. Uh, however, we would love just to tap into all the Greek and as much well as much Greek and Roman myths as possible first, uh, and then move on to the other stuff because we want to do it as like a set. Yeah. Uh, but if you do have any in mind uh, for the future episodes for either Egyptian, Norse, uh, whatever you fancy, um, just send it over to us at Miss Podcast. Um, so that, that was Pip. Uh, also, we had a second email. which We did. Let's read. read that out. It's from someone on... Uh, I don't think we, we've we've met before. before. I've certainly not met him. I don't know if you have. A guy called Alex Hoss. Alex Hoss. Doesn't ring a bell. What's your brother's name? Alex so it's the last he shares the same surname as you yeah, Alex Hoss Alex Hoss it was not this guy though, was it well, well it comes like, with a picture it comes with a picture and it let's looks. just describe him um, he looks like a thin beaten up Nick Frost yeah <laughs> <laughs> so not, not, not your brother uh, no, he, he, no. He, he was, uh, but, well yeah. here's the thing I am interested actually because it's quite funny yeah did your brother forewarn you he was emailing or has he just emailed you and we've been like wait I, a minute I am um, like so this is from my brother, right? But they, uh, yeah, spoiler alert, that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that actually is from, it is Matt's brother. You know what, um, in the last couple of weeks he started listening to the podcast um, and he, um, the first message I got from him was, 
it, I love this because it's the start of a kind of a narrative. Because uh, the first message he sent me was, uh, "Oh, just listen to this. Wasn't as bad as I thought it would be." <laughs> I was like, cheers, Alex. Uh, <laughs> and then his uh, it started to grow a bit. Like uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's really funny." And then. Uh, by like episode six, I remember waking up one morning and had a flurry of messages being like, uh, episode six, he, he only got like a, like four out of ten for like WTF. What is wrong with you? There's a lot of things messed up with it and not okay. And uh, he, uh, he's he been kind of messaging me about each one since. And uh, and I actually, uh, I asked him to uh, email in to some of his ideas. And he emailed in. Should I do his voice? Yeah. Oh, wh- why don't I do what I think your brother would sound like? Okay. I like that. Hey guys, loving the podcast. Oh my god, he's so like that's how he sounds, isn't it? He's American, You've, right? You already think we come from a central family. I'm, no, I I'm not, well, maybe he's like, "Hi guys, loving the podcast." That's your brother. That that is him, right? Do I'll, you feel like you're, he's? In I'll the room? do mine. Too. Okay. Hi guys, loving the podcast. Should we read it out together? But like, we're both our iterations. Okay, so we'll start from "Hi guys, loving the podcast." Three, two, one. Hi guys, guys, loving, loving the, the podcast. podcast. I, I think, think we should, should start, start a petition to get Dan to have his A. This is too thing. much. <laughs> That's alright, wasn't it? That's alright. You carry on, go on. I don't think it's what has he said? What's your big, what's your big brother said? He says, Older, wiser, hoss. Two years older, three years and wiser. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we should start a petition to get Dan to have his A.S. critical thinking paper remarked. As a conspiracy theorist, I believe the invigilator ripped out a couple of the pages. If you remember back a, uh, a couple of weeks <laughs> this ago... This is a callback from a while ago. Uh, where Dan failed his uh, uh, his AS uh, critical thinking paper spectacularly <laughs> as well. Yeah. He was so full of hubris. Oh, did I have a... I actually have it with me that I can show you. No! Yeah, right? I, because I started a new job not long ago, and they needed... Um, can't that. And they needed... This is hilarious, right? These are all my GCSE stuff. Yeah, so this is uh, obviously a callback. I can't remember what episode it was. I mentioned that I yes. opened up. I thought critical thinking was going to be a subject I'd do really well in because it wasn't something, you know, it's not a main subject. Yeah. I just thought, you know, for the sake of getting an extra A level, yeah. I'd get a really good mark in it because I did well in the mocks and I always seem to do well in class. And, and then I opened up the envelope and realised I got a U. And it was like several papers you had to do. And I was yeah. like, how have I got a year over the course of like three, three yeah. papers? And I've got a <laughs> So I was like, um, there's no way that over the course of three separate exams, I've screwed up this yeah. much. So I was like, um, but I did. Anyway, it's funny that he brings it up because I um, got a new job not too long ago and they needed all of my paperwork, paperwork all my GCSE certificates, A-level degree stuff. And uh, so it means that my mum, when I went home and my mum gave me a wad of folders with my GCC stuff yeah. in, look what was in there. It is my actual, <laughs> my actual proper OCR. Um, can I read it out? You can do it, but this is my, you know when you get like a certificate for each individual subject oh, to say what yeah. grade you got and it has yeah. like, you know, what they want if you go to a job. And OCR actually bothered to print this out for me. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Daniel Rhodes, there so, I am. Daniel John Rhodes, Colchester Sixth Form Cole. Yep. Itch. I'm pretty sure that's college, yeah. Um, so, the uh, Advanced GCC Unit, uh, Critical Thinking, uh, Module F501. Yeah, we don't need it, to read all that out. Introduction to Critical Thinking, Grade, Unclassified. So, out of 100 points, Dan got 38. <laughs> 
But they, no, the, the next one is what's funny because it's the one I scored the worst on. And look what the title of the what well, look what they were assessing me on: assessing and developing argument. <laughs> Unclassified, twenty-eight out of hundred. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? My <laughs> friends found that so funny because when I found this, they they still rip into me about critical yeah. thing because they were there. Remember I mentioned how everyone had already got in earlier to get yes. the marks, and oh then I God. so by the time I walked in, everyone was like. <gasps> Like, damn, we've already got our marks, and then everyone's watching me do my envelope, because they've already oh kind of God, got over the ecstasy of awful, all, like, disappointment awful, of theirs. Awful, and when they were all there for the beautiful moment when Critical Thinking came out of the envelope oh, first, man. and it was a you, and um, they found it hilarious. So my friend Chris in particular enjoyed the fact that, yeah, for assessing and developing an argument, they think I only got 28 <laughs> out of 100. What, what argument was yeah. I... Did you subjective like, my ass? Did, uh, did you literally just like like a monkey's like throwing a poop? You smear a piece of poop on the paper and go, "That'll do." Like, well, and do you know what the argument was as well? I'm pretty sure it was about whether children should be allowed. I think I mentioned this. It should be. It's about whether children from low socioeconomic and lower classes should be allowed to have like free laptops. Yeah. Like lower income families should be getting. Um, yeah, their children should get free laptops for school. And clearly, I assessed and developed that argument like a piece of crap. <laughs> what do you think I wrote? Kill them. Kill, Kill them, them all. Yeah. No, they shouldn't have laptops. Euthanize them. Yeah. Exterminate. Exterminate. But surely, right, if, if my viewpoint had have been no, the point is they would have still have marked me had I have done a good yeah. job of developing the argument. Likewise, had I have said yes. Yeah. So my point must have been that I just probably just said a load of crap. Like, they just were like, this guy doesn't know what he's yeah. on about. Oh Does God. this guy even have an opinion? But Dan, uh, my brother, he, he is a... Uh, Let's pretend he's like a civil rights lawyer. Not a civil rights. Pretend he's a lawyer. Uh, he 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 believes that uh, someone screwed you over, man. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think. What did I get for the other paper? The, the third one out of two hundred. Oh, uh, uh, sixty-six. Sixty-six out of two hundred. That's not bad. Well, it te- technically, it is unclassified. So I got twenty-eight percent in the. Oh god. Um. What's sixty-six? At? What percentage is that? So it'll be thirty-three percent. Say I'm fucking good at maths, mate. Uh, That's pretty terrible, isn't it? Um, if you, I think we should cl- be a collective. Myths, misketeers, m- fans of myths. Let's band together. Let's all chip in and if, have this paper remarked. If anything, I'd like to just get the paper back so I can read what I wrote. Oh, my God. how delicious would that be? Like, how, and then we can sit here and be like, "Oh, that is." We'll read it that out. Is bad. Oh like, my God! Right, <laughs> I'm going to set up a PayPal on the podcast page. Right, if you want to chip in, we can all buy Dan's paper and read it. Right, it'll be fun. It can't be Dan. Can you request old papers? You must be able to. It's been several years. We are going to. I don't care <laughs> if I have to write it for you myself. Oh God! My name. I would like to know how bad my argument was for them to be like, "Wow, your opinions are worth twenty-eight percent." Oh my God! But I think we should try and get a remark and see what happens. You know, we, you might be an innocent man. What if know? I come back as it like get get an eight? Exactly, Dan. Your whole life could be different. You could have gone to a better university in the University of Kent. We would never have met. met. This is all because of that. It, and I love how um how this is uh, this marking system has affected you so deeply. That now you have to mark things out of 40 now. Like, yeah, it's, it's a never-ending circle. But I thought you'd enjoy that, that I still have that. I now have that in my, in oh, my possession. That is, um, we're going to take a picture and put on our Twitter as I well. I also love so. how it says, cumulative statement of results. <laughs> you, you, you. Yeah. End grade. You. Surprise! <laughs> um, oh, but to fail all three, that's what's impressive, don't you think? It's not even like on one of the papers that I got like a... A decent yeah, mark. Yeah, it's it's it smells like hubris. Um, 
But um, oh. right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna crack on now. But like, uh, my brother he wrote emails in. Uh, Can you do later in the swan? Not a long one, but probably will be funny. And um, because later really isn't a long one, we're gonna do something a little bit different. But we're gonna take you through that in the myths. Uh, my brother suggested we can do later in the swan. Is it later in the swan? Again, if you want to have your suggestions read out on the podcast um, and not in a retrospective view, like Pip, uh, please email us at Miss Podcast, and we can um, get. In, uh, we might be able to do your suggestion. And um, since later was a really short one, and it's an interesting one. Um, it's about how Zeus uh, impregnated uh, impregnated <laughs> quality professional. <laughs> I try to. I, I kept that as quiet as possible. Yeah, I can tell. You really restrained yourself, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. You really how bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't like to like like be loud. Uh, no, no. Sorry. Continue. So uh, since this um, Alex's suggestion was really short, um, and it's about Zeus um, falling in love with Leda, we thought we'd make a whole episode out of it. Let's talk about all the different. Not all of them, but uh, several of the best examples of Zeus. Um, Zeus's lovers. Yes. People that he has... Boinked. Gone, yeah, yeah, had affairs <laughs> boinked. with. Boinked? Am I five years old? <laughs> hey, boinked her! Yeah, people who he's boinked. Um, no, people uh, who he's had affairs with whilst being yeah. in a marriage with someone else. Often, in this case, always Hera. Yeah. Uh, he uh, He's a dirty dog. Uh, and as we've already seen uh, examples of this, or like in Juno and her rivals. So, um, I, uh, we haven't, we're going to talk about her today because we've done enough about her on episode two. And he was also a golden rain in uh, Perseus as in well. Perseus, he, came, he impregnated Perseus' <laughs> mum. And then, of course, uh, last two weeks, two weeks, we've done the special Hercules. He came and impregnated his mum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we know about Io, of course, from episode two, where she was, uh, yeah, he uh, was turned into. He, he he would rather turn her into a cow than be caught yeah. cheating on someone. Yeah. So let's um, let's let's crack on with Leda then. Um, yeah. Would you like? To so the first of his the people that we're going to talk about that Zeus had an affair with is is Leda, who obviously uh, Mr. Alex Hoss. Yes. Pointed um, out. Pointed out. So. So say, Leda was a queen of Sparta, the wife of King Tidarius who was seduced by Zeus in the guise of a swan. Already, Zeus, uh, I mean, on point. What well, how do I seduce this woman? Got to get my quackers out. Yeah, on. get my swan on. Don't worry. Swan Is that where you get this phrase, oh, I'll just swan over there? Yeah. Or is it just because swans in general have quite a swagger about them, don't they? Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, I'm going to, um, you know, you can it's like a, it's like a sexy chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. But like, imagine like if you're in a nightclub, you you you're looking for a bit of action, and the swan comes up to you. Do you take it home? Because it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> there were several versions of the parentage of her children. Some say she laid an egg with which were hatched Dioscuri twins, Castor and Poly. Dukis? Polydices, but, uh, but like, uh, no, I think the, the, Both the, were which of sons of Zeus. So Zeus has impregnated her and now she's laid an egg. <laughs> That's what I'm reading that right, I, yeah? It's weird that she's a human lady. And, and she's laid the egg. Yes, and he, yeah. he was literally a swan. Yeah. Others say she laid two eggs, each containing a child of Zeus and child of Tidarius, Polydectes and Castor in one, and Helen and Clymestris. Clytemnestra and the other. So that's Helen of Troy, I assume, and Clytemnestra of the Ostia, yes. right? 
who yes. we haven't really ever touched upon, but we'll do soon. We'll do soon. Yeah, others relate. She's a big. She's a big name, guys. She's she's coming to. She's coming soon. Yeah, others relate that the second egg containing just Helen, as in Helen of Troy, was delivered by Leda by the goddess Nemesis, who had lain it after coupling with Zeus in the guise of a goose. So now we've got a story where Nemesis, the god of wrath and revenge, hence where we get the term yeah. Nemesis, um, she was pretending to be a goose. Zeus is pretending to be a swan, and they've. Whack, 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 whack. Bomb chicken, yeah, bomb chicken, <laughs> and then that has made um, Helen of Troy. And we've read before, actually. Uh, we won't go into Nemesis much, but she. Um, there are other stories that say she, that she gave birth to Helen and Clytemnestra. So we don't really know, but either way, Zeus has seduced someone by being a swan. Do you reckon he's tried all the different formats? I think so. Like, if you were an animal and you got to have sex with a lady, which animal would you be? Or what and uh, which animal would you like to be, and which animal dressing would be the most pleasurable? There can be two separate answers. Wait, so say that again. So, what are the parameters would the? So, which animal would you like, or would you be most interested to try out, and what, and which animal would you like to be, which would be the most uh, sexually pleasurable? What a weird, what a weird question. Welcome to Miss. What a weird question. Well, I've been dying and to you know ask weird? I know what you mean as well. Like, a lot of people are going to think, they're fr- I'm not sure what you mean by the sexual thing. Animal I would most like to be is an eagle. Yeah. Just like a golden eagle just soaring upon the, across the, the canyons and plains of so Eurasia. So majestic and being like, oh, what a life. No real, you're like apex predator. No one's hunting you. Yeah. You just live for a decent length of time. You, do they make it for life eagles, do they not? Am I right in saying that? I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, great. An animal would get sexual pleasure out of. No, I mean, like, if you were the animal. Not but an, do animals, well, a dolphin then, wouldn't it? No, but... Because I, they have sexual pleasure. What I mean is what would be the most adventurous. Like, a kangaroo would be fucking nuts, right? Yeah. Did you know their testicles and penis are, like, reversed to ours? So their testicles are above their penis? Wait, don't you mean below? <laughs> uh, I believe yeah. it's so their dick doesn't get ripped off when they kick each other. <laughs> I, I really don't know what you mean. What do you mean to have a, a, I, an animal that I would have s- sexual pleasure from being that animal? I mean, so you're saying like a swan? Does it does a swan orgasm different to a crocodile? No, but like I imagine if you have an orgasm. You know what? I feel this question. It was. What animal would you most like to be? Let's just do that one. That's a normal question. Which animal would I like to be? Full stop. Yeah. An otter would be nice, and I think I'm very... An otter? Oh, that's I'd, nice. I'd like to be a fox, but not persecuted. That'd be fun. That's I'd, nice. Like a fox who isn't hunted. I'd also like to be a polar bear, but it's tough times for polar bears right now. Yeah. The racist. <laughs> but anyway, so that's pretty cool. That's not, that really isn't very long, Alex. You were right. That's pretty much it. Um, however, we've picked out some other uh, good mixes of Seuss's lovers. So this is another very popular one. Callisto. I'll take it away. Callisto was a nymph, the daughter of Lycoon, king of Arcadia. And Arcadia is a very important place. So I... Arcadia is in the film 300. Yes. Arcadian is the one where Gerard Butler is like... <laughs> the, the, the famous mythological figure. He's like, Arcadian, who have you brought with you? What, like, what is your profession? And then he's like, I'm a potter. Arcadian, what is your profession? Oh, yeah. I'm a carpenter. Arcadian, what is your profession? I'm a blacksmith. And then he turns to the Spartans and he's like, Sparta, what is your profession? Ooh, 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 ooh. And then he's like, see, you may have brought more men, but I brought more soldiers. Get in there, 300. 
What a movie. Yeah, but technically, gets or, me, or, or it's not a profession. It's not a profession, but I is think... It, what, is it self-employed? Think, are you a soul trader? I, what I, are you? What, I think what they're trying to say is that their profession is being a soldier, whereas they they were well, like, you know, they were professional, whereas these were like, you know, semi-professionals. Well, at least they were articulate. That's all yeah. I'm saying. But that is Arcadia, right? Uh, I think so. Well, Arcadia is like a mythical plane anyway, and it's, uh, it appears a lot throughout literature as well, Arcadia. I also love how much that reference means to someone who has not seen 300. But yeah, it's like, what? Well, anyone listening to this uh, without any context is in for a dire shock. <laughs> so, this just jumps in at the deep end. Callista was a follower of the goddess Artemis, and therefore she must have taken a vow of chastity. However, Zeus saw her and fell in love with her to lure her. He turned into Artemis and eventually took advantage of her. Callisto bore a son, Arcus. After this, she was turned into a bear either by Zeus while trying to hide his misdeeds, by Hera out of jealousy, or by Artemis out of anger that she broke her vow of chastity. Alright, a lot to take in. So we're not sure... Okay, okay. she's a follower of the god Artemis. Also, Diana, the god of hunting. Uh, Same thing, right? This one's Greek one. Zeus has been like, oh, she's really into this Artemis. Mm. I'm going to transform into Artemis. And then somehow take advantage of her. I don't know how he, that happened. You know, but she's then bore a son. I hate the word bore. Yeah. You know, it's like, she bore a son. Like she's yawning. Oh, oh. bored. Oh, another son. Well, it sounds like you've been burdened upon with yeah. a child. Rather than like, she gave birth. She fought, like mothered or fathered a son. Like, Yeah, but the um, common theme throughout all this, I'm sure, is that Zeus is such a shady guy. He's like, oh, what's this person loves beyond anything else? Oh, I'll just turn into that and manipulate them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a god. He should be, like... Very get, fertile, isn't he? He should be get. Yes, yes, he is. Always. always a baby. One hit punch. Boom! <laughs> You're pregnant, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> As he just... I don't ever say that to a lady, ever. In my, like, imagine saying that after sex, man. Pregnant, bitch! Bye. <laughs> oh, oh cool. Am I supposed to pay you now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, so that's happened. She's been oh, for the love of sweet Just God! Water again. <laughs> every time, every time, every, every time. Why'd you put it there? Because you have this bottle that's got the top. So anyway, she has then uh, been turned into a a bear. He loves doing that, doesn't he? He loves oh, turning yeah. people into a bear. Yes. Uh, so, so either through Zeus trying to hide his deed, a hero out of um, jealousy or Artemis, all and, of them uh, could quite. If other misses off to go off. All of them plausible. Not content with Callisto's fate as a bear, oh God. Hera decided to make it worse and continued to walk against her to get Artemis to think she was a normal bear and slay her. <laughs> These gods have very little to do, you know. Like, Zeus came to the rescue, turning her into the constellation Arctos, the Great Bear, also known as Ursa Major. At Zeus's direction, Hermes saved Arcus from the womb and took him to be raised by Maia. She was joined in disguise with her son, who became the nearby constellation Arctophylax, the little bear, also known as Ursa Minor. Continuing to hold a grudge, Herod persuaded Tethys and Oceanus to forbid Callisto from ever entering their realm, the ocean. As a result, Callisto must perpetually circle at the northern star and never set over the horizon. So the Great Bear constellation, just because of where it's situated, never like goes into the sea. Yeah. From a, yeah. So in that, Zeus is like, "Oh, I didn't use the bear, and now you went out of space." But <laughs> well, what I like is that he's been like, "Hey, you're a bear now," and then Hera, being jealous, is like, "No, that's not good enough. I want him to be, 
you know, I'm going to make you so you're such a normal bear, and then everyone's going to try and kill you. And then Zeus is like, oh my fucking god, Hera, calm down. It was one time. No, it isn't Zeus. She do this all the time. What about that girl you became a swamp for? What about Io? And he's like, that was... That's different. different. It's yeah. different then. It's this poor girl. She's had enough. We're having a break. He's like, oh, you've just got off the back from... Z I mean, she doesn't... Hera doesn't... She's not half measures. I mean, we just saw what she did to Hercules, for Christ's sake. Like, And then she, and then eventually Zeus is like, look, I think it's best. You're, you're going to get killed. It's best if I remove your son from you and then just send you both into space. <laughs> FYI. Please don't go near the sea. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the next one. Semele. Semele is another lover. Semele was a princess of Thebes in Greek mythology, daughter of her of the hero Cadmus. I've heard of Cadmus and Harmonia. She was the only mortal to become a parent of a god. So we mean a full god, not yeah, like Perseus or Hercules or. Uh, but which god, Matt? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't actually. Let's find out. Zeus fell in love with Semele. Whilst watching her sacrifice a bull on his altar. <laughs> I mean, I've done that so many times. Oh, like, there's nothing harder than a girl sacrificing a, girl a bull. Slitting a cow's throat oh, in a wall. Me what a lady. Uh, and visited her many times afterwards. When Simone became pregnant, obviously, Hera <laughs> found out and jealous of her husband's affair, set out a plan to punish Simone. Hera appeared in a different form to Simone and they became friends. Simone later confided to the goddess about her affair with Zeus, but Hera made her doubt about it. So, Simone decided to ask Zeus to grant her a wish, and he took an oath on the river Styx that he would give her anything. Mm, she yeah. asked that he would appear to her in all of his glory. Zeus was forced to comply. However, mortals could not look upon Zeus without bursting into flames, <laughs> which is what happened to Simone. So how did they boogie on down and make a baby if, if lo even looking at him would burst her into flames? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, imagine... Maybe they kind of like um, got cardboard cut out and just yeah, kind of like. Uh... Anyway, she's burst into flames. Zeus managed to save <laughs> the unborn baby by sewing it into his thigh. You normal response. Yeah, like, perfectly normal response. And Zeus should know. What, what I do with this young ba infant? I know. I'll sew it into my thigh. And that will keep the fetus warm. <laughs> like a chicken. <laughs> but Zeus should know better than to. Uh, Stitching, uh, like, well, having unborn babies inside of bodies as well. That's what happened to his dad, Cronus. Yeah, well, of right? course, of course. A few months later, nine probably, God Dionysus was born. Ah, so it was Dionysus, the god of theatre and wine, who managed to save his mother from the underworld. Oh, that's nice, and brought her to Mount Olympus, where she became the goddess Thion. <laughs> Charlie's Thion. <laughs> That's nice. So he's Dionysus yeah, was born out of that. It's a nice little story. It's all uh, Dionysus helping his mum as well. Dude. Well, he's got some childhood trauma, though. You can see why he went into the theatre. <laughs> so we have uh, two more. This one is called Leto. Leto was a titan goddess in Greek mythology, daughter of the titans Coeus, Coeus, and Phoebe. She was an early and <laughs> favourite lover of Zeus. Mm. Mm. I love this. Uh, this is a great ancient name, Coeus and Phoebe. Phoebe yeah. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Zeus married Hera while Leto was still pregnant. Oh, shady yeah. bitch. While the pregnancy started before the marriage, Hera was still jealous of Leto. For the duration of Leto's pregnancy, Hera created problems. Oh, she's a... Hera has been oh, such a, a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah. She pushed Leto out of Olympus. That's harsh. And Leto wandered on the earth. No person would let her stay in their home for fear Hera would be offended. On top of that... Hera had the dragon Python chase her. Zeus saved her by sending the north wind, 
Boris to carry her out of the sea. Finally, the desolate rocky island of Delos, which had nothing else to lose, accepted her. The other goddess gathered there to help Leto during the labour. Hero stayed away and managed to detain Elithia. Let's spell it out. E-I-L-E-I-T-H-Y-I-A. Elithia. Elith. I think it's Elithia. Yeah, you know. Elithia. Elithia. Elithia, goddess of childbirth, and Iris eventually succeeded in bringing her to the island. Leto first gave birth to Artemis, and after a nine, after another nine days of labour, nine days of labour, <laughs> and hopefully to Apollo, he had his labour yeah, in the back. Yeah, to Apollo, still fleeing Hera's wrath, she sent to Lycia. The peasants tried to prevent her from drinking from their well, so she turned them into frogs. That's such a random g- jump into logic. It's like, what should I turn them into? Frogs, yeah. Although Leto's problems continued for a little more, she now had two fast-growing children, both of whom became powerful archers to protect her. Only four days old, Apollo managed to kill Python. Whoa! Imagine oh, being killed by a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> like, how bad do you yeah. have to be? Then, the Euobian giant Titius tried to rape Leto, but was killed Whoa. by the children. As they grew into their full power, the twins wanted to avenge Leto's honour as well as to protect her safety. Niobe boasted, Niobe. That, Niobe, Niobe boasted that she was more deserving of adult adulation than Leto because she had given birth to seven sons and seven daughters. I've given birth to seven sons and seven daughters. They've only given to twins. Every single person in this whole myth has been absolutely petty, haven't yeah. they? The twins replied to this by slaying all... <laughs> Fair enough. All but one of Niobe's children. As oh. the mother of two powerful gods, Leto returned to Zeus's favour despite Hera's disapproval. After Apollo killed the Cyclops, Leto was able to persuade Zeus to lighten his punishment. She spent much of her time hunting with Artemis. She sided with the Trojans during the war and helped heal Arrhenius, Aeneas. Aeneas from his battle wounds. There's a lot going on there, but now we know where... We've already learned from a lot of... The gods are born out of Zeus's love affair with other yeah. gods, this being one of them. So we've already had Dionysus was born out of from a mortal woman, and now we've got Artemis and Apollo, the god of hunting. And Apollo, was he the god of sun? Uh, Apollo, um, it's like destiny and archery. Yeah, and I think there's lots of stuff. Well, because that also explains why they're so talented. Yeah. Uh, so and also a lot of these gods get their powers from having to define hero, even though. I mean, yeah. And we're going to finish with this final uh, lover of Zeus's. And this one's a personal favourite of mine. This is uh, the story of Ganymede, who was a Trojan. Now, Ganymede was known for... Uh, I gotta be, uh, so, in case you haven't guessed, Ganymede is a, a, bo- a little boy's name. Uh, and Ganymede is a Trojan prince, right? Known for his beauty. He was the, he was the son of the king of Tros and of Dardana, uh, after whom Troy took its name. And Calero... That sounds like a pirate. It does. According to the myth, Zeus turned into an eagle and abducted Ganymede, bringing him to Mount Olympus. To compensate his father, Zeus offered him the best horses possible and told him that his son would now be immortal and serve as a cupbearer for the gods, as well as a lover for him. <laughs> he has just prostituted his son for horses. <laughs> did you sell me for I'm sorry I've, I've sold you to the goddess you're going to be immortal now that's good yeah. but like but how, how much did you get from me a couple of horses I just find it weird that Zeus would be like I am taking your young son to be my cupbearer 
and lover. Yeah. And, it, and his dad's just like, fair enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine, like, if you said cupbearer, you'd be like, he's definitely botting him. But it's like, I'm, I'm shagging him as well. It's like, come oh, on. And yeah. he's young, right? He's meant to be like a, yeah, like, he's not he's, like a prince is in like 20. He's a he, prince is in like, oh, yeah, like he, a boy. He's, he's a boy. Because there's a picture, there's a lot of like art about Ganymede and they're always, he's always depicted as a child, like a young child. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's a bit weird. Like, yeah. It's, it's definitely not okay. This is no. like, this is genuinely a crime, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cheating's like frowned upon. This actual Oper- crime. Yeah. Operation Utree. Yeah. <laughs> Tross was relieved that his son would have such an honourable position in the bedroom. <laughs> as, a, yeah. as, a, as a child slave. Yeah. Oh, a sex slave. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all gods were content with Ganymede, except he... They're all okay with this. <laughs> no All of them are okay no with this. No one's batting on an island. The pettiest, these gods are the pettiest people we've ever come across. and But as, they draw the line on the stupidest stuff. But child paedophilia... Nah, it's fine. And they, Don't no, see anything wrong with it. Yeah, child paedophilia is the most adult paedophilia. <laughs> uh, the only person to have a problem with it was Hera, who felt jealousy. That was the only thing she had wrong with it as well. Like, oh, I don't like this because he's shagging someone else. Uh, what's wrong with my tight butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Listen, Dan has his head in his pillow. <laughs> Just of all the things for her to be jealous of. <laughs> uh, Is it because you got a tight rock on? Podcast today, hasn't it? Oh my god, I can't believe I laughed so hard at the topic of uh, rape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zeus <laughs> eventually took Ganymede into the constellation Aquarius, the water bearer in the sky. No, I haven't. Did I fall by accident? Because it smells a bit. I think I've come on an actual rest today, so ah. it could be that. <laughs> um, just to point out, this is not fun, but by God, it's certainly factual. One of the reasons why Juno slash Hera is um, in the Aeneid against uh, the Trojans is Ganymede is one of those reasons. And that's uh, one of the reasons why she's against the Trojans. It's amazing that some of the contrasts of the things you say. Yes, I know, right? Hey, tight pothole! <laughs> fun fact! <laughs> also, imagine how, like, with Ganymede putting this constellation in the sky, imagine, ah, just, let's mark the sky forever with this injustice act, you know, it's like having Bill Cosby in the sky, <laughs> I mean, who do you feel most sorry for, who are you thinking, starting with, of all well, these lovers? Well, all of them were really mistreated, and all of them, you know, were taken from their happy content lives, Ganymede was definitely... Definitely not okay, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's definitely not okay. Um, but, like, uh, Semele died for wanting to be in touch with her lover. Yeah, uh, that's true. What else? The one I think he liked the most is Cus- Callisto, because he actively tried to save her and then put her up in the yeah. stars, he knowing that he, like... Tried to save a couple of them. He though. did, yeah, bless him. Let's see who we side with the most in the recap! So, if you have never listened to this before, I, I honestly 
don't know why you've sustained it. Uh, but if you have no idea what happened to this point, we like to uh, rank uh, what we just heard uh, in regards to uh, life skills, morals, creativity, and the WTF factor. Dan, let's let's talk life skills. What stuff did we learn here? We learned how to turn someone into a constellation. We learned how to turn someone into a bear. We learned how to turn someone into a bear. We learned how to have sex as a goose. We learned how to, uh, yeah, we learned how to have sex as a goose. I guess we turned learned how to turn into a swan. Um, we also learned how to kill rapists. Uh, yeah. We learned how to... Uh, we uh, learned the best way to prostitute a young son <laughs> is just, just ask for horses, really. Uh, we also learned that... Um, you can, uh, your your vengeance can take uh, if your vengeance uh, like you, you can take your anger out of a lot of people. Like we learn a lot of skills from here, like uh, um, putting people in the wind, uh, turning people, uh, cha- changing people. Um, what else as well? Um, uh, bursting. We learn how to burst people into flames. We learn how to, burst, we learn how to sacrifice a bull. Yes, uh, but also be flirtatious while doing so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Swipe right, bitch. <laughs> well, we also learned how to uh, turn people into frogs. We learned how to go to the underworld and get your mum back. We also learned how to sew a child into our thigh. Yeah, that's true. I've already got a number in mind. What are you thinking? I think six. Oh, still what I was going to say. Gain! Back of the net. Six. Alrighty, morals. Moral, quite high. Yeah, I think we... Basically, don't cheat on people, and if you do, just don't get petty. Yes. Um, be responsible for your actions. Yeah. Don't sell your son to a god. Don't sell your son to a god. Don't rape a boy. Don't <laughs> Don't be jealous when... If there's anything to take from this, it's... Please don't rape someone. <laughs> just don't bot a child. Yeah, please don't be a dick. Don't cheat on someone. Um, don't... Um, I think it's very admirable how Artemis and Apollo protected her mum. And oh, and a little life skill is that we learned how to kill a dragon while four years old. That's true. That's true. I don't think it changes the score. Um, we also what other morals have we learned? I think we touched a lot. Um, morals not a huge amount actually. No. Well, I think the big ones are don't be a dick, and the, so they're the big ones. Uh, yeah. Don't be a dick and don't take your actions out on other people. I think about four, maybe. Yeah, it's not crazy high. Any, like I said, it's high, but in hindsight, it's not, is it? I'm well, tempted to give it a it, five just for. Well, I think there's some recurring ones. If you yeah. Know. So yeah, maybe a five. That's fine. But is it? Is it? Well, like Hercules was six, and I think there's a lot more in it. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that. But I think it's like I think maybe a four, right? I don't. I don't think this is as much as Hercules Part Two. Icarus got four. I think that might be. About on par, isn't it? Yeah, we'll do. Uh, is it? Because I think that might have more than. Icarus. But Pygmalion and Orpheus, they had five, and this is very similar ilk. It's just one overriding message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's. I think five. Five, is five. yeah. Creativity, a lot of stuff in here. Quite a bit of creativity, actually. Um, metamorphosis. Uh, yeah, we had lots of people changing into stuff. Constellations. Uh, we also learned where a lot of stuff comes from, like Nemesis. Which in uh, itself is creative. Yeah, how these things came about. Yeah. Um, why the constellations are where they are. We learnt how, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why um, things existed. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a, a seven or a six. 
I think, yeah, I'm thinking seven, purely because we had people laying eggs, we had women laying eggs. Yeah, and where we a had, lot of people came from. Uh, had, yeah, there's a lot of different, like, they thought about this. Gods in the thigh. Uh, in labour for nine days, there was no, re- that's quite creative, there's no reason to say that, but they yeah. put it in for, I mean, there's a reason why they wanted you to know that. And they're dragons and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll do a seven. And finally, the WTF factor. So, pretty messed up. Yeah, I think... WTF, I don't what? Let's start with the bigger ones. Um, Sue sleeping around all, all the, the time. All the that time. That in itself is messed up. And he, the, he, the fact that he is... He, the, the, his choice of metamorphosis I find weird. A it, swan. Why? And the fact that, that it's a bit WTF that she would even find that attractive. But and from that as well, he, he does stuff that manipulates people's thoughts. And uh, like, does, like Artemis... He, he like, changed into Artemis. That is a cruel thing to do. Because yeah. she lost everything because uh, she thought... Like, Just because he wanted to sleep with you. And yeah. uh, even her own god turned against her because of that. If you know what yeah. I mean. uh, and I think it's... Uh, yeah, he's so manipulative just to get his end away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Ben Riley can choose anyone to do that with as well. And it, it, when he does have that power, like with Semele, he bursts into fight. He's so irresponsible with his actions as well. Yeah. And also, at WTF in a different way, he impregnates everyone 100% of the time as well. Yeah. Like, that's a, a massive in a different way. It's also messed up that Hero goes out of the way to be this cruel and vindictive every single time. Know what he's like as well. Surely I would give up at that point. Yeah, she still stays there. He's obviously got a power over these women, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and another really, there's lots of messed up other stuff, isn't there? Like um, Apollo and uh, Artemis, obviously they just went and slaughtered that. Oh, Naomi, yes, yeah. Because yeah. that's messed up. It's like, oh, I've got more children than you. Murders all the children. All the children yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's horrible. Um, the dragon's obviously pretty messed up. Uh, the, Get, Gany- the whole Ganymede thing is just messed up. We oh, know that. Ganymede, yeah. We but... know that because he's a kid. Maybe like a seven or eight or something like that. I'm tempted to go eight. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, okay. You compare it to Hercules, and there's a lot more. There's pretty yeah, messed up stuff. Yeah, I think there's uh, some more messed up stuff in there, like genuinely. Awful. Hercules was incredibly creative. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it was as messed up. No, I think it's more basic myths. Okay, so we have six, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, but six, five, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, so baby, driving me crazy, and it's so bad. That. Okay. So that equals 26. Banana. 26, not bad. Not a bad little score, that. Alrighty. Did you enjoy that, Dan? I did. Would you... And obviously that's missing out ones like IO, because we've already yeah, done we... that before, yeah. and other ones. Um, would you, um... So would you ever sleep with Zeus after this? No, I would not. Naughty boy, Zeus. Uh, Dan, I've got some really awful news for you, mate. Um, I've had a chat with Zeus. Let's just say I've got a pack of horses now. And you're going to be off on your way. I'm really sorry. I've sold, oh, I sold you for horses, mate. Fair uh, enough. Uh, as long as I can be cupbearer. No, you're just a sex slave. Oh, uh, damn it. Uh, before you go, Dan, uh, would you like to uh, promote the podcast in any way before you uh, are tucked away for... Do you want the like, honest, honest to God truth? Yeah. Yeah, all right, I will. So, basically, guys, you follow us on social media. Specifically, Twitter and the Facebook. The Facebook. Um, at Miss Podcast, just type in Miss Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, or you go to misspodcast at gmail.com and then you can send us an email like Pip did and like uh, the Better Matt Hoss, Alex Hoss. And the. Oh, uh, no, you didn't. And then, um, uh, what else can they do? Give us five stars on uh, on iTunes and uh, other formats. And please do tell your friends about this podcast as well. Um, 
if you um, enjoy it and uh, you think it's funny, do share it with your friends. And the more listeners we have, the the more we can do as well. Also, if you do want to chip in, let's get Dan's um, uh, AS paper remarked. You know, this is this is more than just this is this is um, this is an important it's thing. Be life changing you know? moment. Yeah, this me. is a Netflix documentary in the making. <laughs> we should do it. You know. <laughs> so if you wanna if you wanna get involved with that, please get in touch. Uh, well, it might be a PayPal. Um, I'm not sure how serious I am with, with doing this, but I, I think it'd be quite funny, right? It would be funny. Yeah. I, we'd have to, I don't even know if you can even get a Well, let's look right. into that, but that we're going to try and get that remarked, at least get it, um, ask for it back, uh, at the very least. We'll, I guess we'll be back next week. Get anything else to add down? No, sorry. Did you just own out? Yeah, I did. I was thinking about how I would even go about getting the paper back. Um, if not, we'll just make it up. Okay, everyone. See you soon. Bye. 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 Pounds, yeah, and you had a month to live. Okay, this is a new question. Bear with me. If you had a month to, if you had a million pounds yeah. and a month to live, yeah, how many hookers would you buy? Honestly, probably none, because you know what, Matt? None thousand or <laughs> one thousand and one. No, I just I'd buy ones dressed as nuns. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice, nice.